Episode of the Bench Mob ENT podcast. Tonight we have special guests with us, Mo Fire. I mean, we got, we got the rapper, we got the actor, we have, you know, he has his own studio, he has his recording, he has fashion. I mean, th- this is the epitome. We, we can say what Jay Z said. I'm not a businessman. I'm I'm a businessman. Like literally. How are you doing tonight? Yo, I'm good, man. I, yo, I just got through actually doing some content for uh, IG. Because Yo Gotti got his challenge out. Mm-hmm. Had to spank that real quick. Always working, man. Slip Cup Media, LLC CEO. I want to just start off with this. Like, where where did this hustle and this grind start for you? Like, you're, you're a man of many, many talents. Yeah. And you do well. So, like, when did this start for you? Yo, I'm gonna be yo. Honestly, it started. It all started like just just me, cause I originally I wanted to be a ball player. You feel me? I wanted to be wanted to be hooping, but I I felt like I wasn't doing enough to hoop to make myself. Cause some people got that natural talent, right? But it wasn't that wasn't for me. Like I had to really practice to be nice, a little nice, to be decent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had to really practice. So, and I feel like I didn't, I never had the father figure that would push you. Like I see all the pro players or most of them had somebody that went to yeah. every game, every practice. I didn't have nobody. I was chasing girls. So I ended up rapping, right? I ended up rapping. And then I had to start taking it serious like around 2007. Uh-huh. Really started um, doing that. But then MySpace and uh, social media came and just crashed dumped everything in my lap because so now you got to be your own you got to be your own manager you got to be your own content creator you got to be your own editor videographer if you need something on the fly yo and then so i had to learn all these things and i started learning them slowly because first i went to audio engineering school i went to iar for audio engineering because i felt like my sound could be better and I was starting to get like little studio equipment, like mics and shit like that. Uh-huh. Things like that, excuse me. Um, yeah, but I had to get little by little. So audio, that being in that audio school, we had a, a video project that we had to do. And I'm like, oh, doing this, because we had to put the sound to the video. Uh-huh. So doing this, this made me want to do video editing now. Now I'm, a, now I'm the editing guy now. 
So I started doing my own video, my music videos. I started editing them. Went from Clap For Me, started at that one, and then I went to, I don't know, it was like, what, uh, most of my videos I edited, actually. So then after I'm editing videos constantly, constantly doing it, I'm like, yo, I might as well get paid for this. And I uh, started up an account or something. Cause I'm getting nice. Like my content is coming out pretty nice. So I'm like, all right, so we, I got together with my girl, Nadia, queen, uh, I got with Alex and cause he does, he went to school too. He went to SAE for audio. So I'm like, yo, if, if we could do audio and video, that'd be dope all together and make it a full production company. So we got the LLC, a slip cut media, and we ain't even for Slipcut Media. We was like struggling on names. Like we was throwing everything out of there. And you know you gotta Google the names first because you don't want to get like trade marketing, uh, lawsuits and all that. So we was googling mad names like Bleep Bloop. They, they had Bleep Bloop. It was gone. It was gone. <laughs> so I think I, I think I came up with Slipcut. I'm gonna say I came up with it. But I can't <laughs> slip because I, I thought a slip not like a magician. Yeah. Like slip cut because we cut and, you know, mix edit videos. So then I started after that, like I started doing like the film festival, North Film Festival. Uh-huh. They needed music in their spot. So I, and I was there a lot, a lot. You know what I mean? So I started playing my playlist. And people like my playlist that was on it because I'm I'm a master with these playlists on Spotify and all that. Like I'm just create super playlists. I got I got uh, bedroom music. One of them is called the Boom Boom Room. <laughs> and then and then I got so I did all that and I I downloaded a, a DJ app, DJ Pro, I think it was whatever it was. I downloaded it. And I started scratching on the uh, the app, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm nice with this too. It's time to get paid. <laughs> it's time to get paid." So I'm like, "Let me get a control. I got a little controller started with, uh-huh. and it's not getting more. I'm starting to get clients, and I'm like, "Yo, let me get another one. Let me get a bigger one." And it just kept going. Like, yo, I I feel like you shouldn't stop. If you once you get the ball rolling, if you if you passionate about about it, I feel like you shouldn't stop at all. Like nothing should stop you really, cause you got you got all the tools. You got this internet. You got YouTube. Yeah. Anything. You feel me? That's true. That's true. So you mentioned, you know, you wanted to be a ball player, and then you ended up transitioning into to rap. What age did you write your first rap? What age? Yo, I think I was. I had to be 17 or no, 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 I take that back. I think I was 16. I had to be 16. 16. Uh, what, what inspired you? What caused you to write that first one? My boy, my boy, Jay, Jay Gibb, Jason, he was in my high school class. Right. So oh, I guess yeah. we was doing something like some classroom battle or something. I don't know what we was doing, but hey, he was writing bars. And he was rapping them, and everybody was like, "Ooh, ooh," because you know, in New York, and you know what I'm noticing? A lot of new, a lot of people don't value punchlines like New Yorkers do, or or New Jersey, Philly, like yeah. 
this type of area. A lot of now, now it like a punchline really won't matter to other people, the new crowd. But that's what I that's what I started from because he said something in class that had me like, ooh, <laughs> something about snatch your spine and tell your friends I got your back. That's what he said, snatch your spine and tell your friends I got your back. And everybody was like, ooh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's. I started writing my line low key. Started writing my little corny, corny. <laughs> then I started rapping with him. They were they was looking at me sideways though because I was trash. So I had to work on that, <laughs> and I got better with it. And once I started getting the oohs and eyes, you know, I was like, oh, I'm doing this. And we started doing mm-hmm. shows. I got with I got with my group Star Life Star Boys. That's the clothing line. That's for the merch Star Life. Um, well. And then we started our own uh, record label, Star Boys Music Group. And we started, we was doing shows. Like when it, when we started doing shows, it was MySpace. And it was just going from show to show, dealing with the promoters, Ugh. bringing 30 people on the stage <laughs> before we'd go on. Open mic is, is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Definitely, yeah. So you, you mentioned that, right? So with you saying that you know of course you started off you were you weren't that good you was trash what did you do to develop your pen to get better lyrically i to be honest it, it came it kind of it kind of just came to me because i saw i saw what it took to have the, that kind of mindset like your bars got to be out kind of outside of the box mm-hmm. like instead of saying something one way you could say it another way like um and it and it took me a while to to get to, as far as my delivery, because I always wanted I always wanted a better voice, you know what I mean? Like when I heard Kanye say he'll give his uh his pinky to, to have uh, Busta Rhymes voice or something like that, I was like, yo, I used to feel the same way, uh-huh. because I wanted that that voice, that DMX, that Biggie, that Jada Kiss. Like when you hear it, you like, oh, what's this? You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but I didn't have that so I had to work on other techniques to like because I feel like music out of hip-hop it has to be believable if anything so if your delivery is like <laughs> oh I'm gonna shoot you kill you stab you and then nobody's gonna believe that no. <laughs> right right so it's a lot about how you deliver it how you say it and I'm sure you know, we all know people that deliver it well. We know they're not about that life, but how yes. they say it, it comes Absolutely. off every single time. So you mentioned you had to go through problems with the promoters, style life. I know you're independent. You're not signed to a label. I know you push being independent. What are some of the struggles with being independent that people may not know about? Yo, let me, where do I start? first of all you got you got putting out your say like you putting out your record right you want to put out your record but then you got to get it to people because your circle may only be maybe 100 to 200 people you know what I mean you try to travel outside of your circle keep the people that's in your circle but kind of travel outside and that's and that's one of the things I'm still trying to master to this day but one of the struggles is marketing, getting it, cause you got to do your own content, right? Then you got to target your audience, 
You got to figure out who's listening to you. Uh, and you got to break down specifically like from 18 to 25 or from 30 to 50. You got to break down that age category and then you got to break down it's like it's like kind of like statistics and like like um and then you got to break down like is it just your circle listening to you or is it people from other country listening to you you can get this information like if you do ads you do boost ads on like instagram facebook and it'll give you that information because it'll break down who's exactly is listening to you so you got to do that then you got to know times you can post like if you drop the record if you drop the record midnight and your audience ain't up, like they're gonna miss that whole drop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it goes back to like, even if you're promoting for the record, it has to, what's the rollout gonna look like without a label? You know, you have, you have to have that, it has to be all strategically planned. Like, from, well, I don't care if it's uh, days of posting, like I did a schedule, I was on a schedule, like, it's days. I'm gonna post this, these pictures, these videos, put these together. This has to be maybe a story that's eye-catching. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I'll edit all that stuff together. It's work. It's not, it's no sleep. I don't yeah. know how you do anything else but this. Like, I barely have time for a job. That's why I try to get paid on as much of the of the things that I can do myself versus going to going to clock in even though yeah. i ain't knocking the clock in you got to support your your dream with the clock in you know what I mean? yeah so 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 the dream blows up completely and is able to you know suffice then you still got you still got to do the clock in and i, I i've been there where i'm like yo forget this clock in because like you said sleep is not an option between the clock in and doing all the stuff that you got to do. Yeah, I, wish it was an option, <laughs> I wish it was an option. I'd be like, oh, please, please, please. Definitely, definitely for sure. Um, so we mentioned everything right there and you, you talked about the struggles with being independent. I want to talk about the positives though. So what are some of the positives of being an independent artist? The positives, the positives I think would be, you have a direct link to your audience and you can do what you want to do. When I say you have a direct link to your audience, like you can, you can send out a mass email and get directly to the people that you know are listening to your music. You can, you can like, you can reach them, you can touch them. Like with a label, you might not be able to do that because you don't know where they promoting your label to. I mean, where you're putting your, your material, your content. And well, you might know that now with social media, right? So I feel like that and, and being able to, with, to free room with my music. Like if I wanted to put something out now, I wanted to make something right now, clickety clack, Boom! Put it out. I could do that, but with the label, it's probably it's a probably like a process. Yo, you know what's crazy? When I used to work at, I used to intern at Daddy's house recording studio, right? Mm -hmm. She, I used to watch the interns that used to work there. They used to come into the studio like late at night and do different things. But like, um, 
one of them I, was, I distinctly remember that uh, they called some label. They was calling labels like it's a book, some kind of sacred book with all the labels and the numbers in them. Or order contacts, the emails and shit like that. I wanted one of them joints, but they they gave they had one and they were sitting there, you know, late late calling or every label I guess for their singer calling the labels to see if they was going, you know, check them out or listen to their music. And one of them answered the phone. I'm I'm think I don't want to say his name, but but one of the label executives answered the phone, and then he like. They like they they presented. They made the whole presentation to him, and then he was like, um, "Does it sound like Fetty Wap? I want I want Trap Queen on like a sound like Trap Queen. Can you sound like that?" And they 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 stuck for a minute. They paused, and I'm like, "Yo, that's crazy. Y'all y'all really? This is what this is why we ain't got no gatekeepers now. They got to chill. They got to chill. Sure. <laughs> but that is the the." the upside of it like you get to do what you want to do with your sound and with your promotion yeah you get to control your narrative how you want it to sound and i know the key thing talking to some other musicians when you sign to that label like you said it's a process you can't just drop music when you want to drop music that's a fact that's a fact <laughs> you you don't have that that liberty and that freedom to do that uh how do you end up <laughs> like I got my new song out. It's called "What the Booty Do." It's coming out, and the label hit you up like, "Nah, it's not." Oh, my bad. It's coming out. You know when I'm. A, I keep you posted when it's when it's going to come out. <laughs> exactly like that. Exactly like that. How'd you come up with your uh, your rap name? Mofaya. Um, somebody said it like around what, my early times when I was when I first started rapping. And they was just like they just started using like that yo that's fire <laughs> i think we started using that <laughs> and it was like yo that's fire mo fire and i used to hang out with some jamaicans and all that mo fire and i was just like all right i'm gonna go with that that's it we ain't gotta wait for time <laughs> let me uh spell it a different way and we good i used to spell it the same way m-o-e-f-i-r-e but Ooh. now M-O-E-F-Y-A. And you know what? Somebody told me, I forgot how they said it though. If they told me something about my name and it was like, it's a little uh premature. But then I'm like, it's mad names out here that's premature right now. <laughs> Your name is only what you can make it. Exactly. You will, you will, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's it. So you got the fashion, you got the clothing line, man. Uh, I can say for our listeners and our viewers, they go check out your page. I think I could put you down as somebody that's fashionable, that has good taste and clothing designs and stuff like that. If you had to define, yes, sir, if you had to define fashion, how would you define it? If I had to define fashion, in one word or you or like how, how you would define it that's a good question let me <laughs> yeah i would define it as like art like his name is is nameless meaning like you couldn't give it a brand name or and um you kind of paint the paint your own picture with with your your background you know what i mean like if you from 
the hood, you can mix it up with some high fashion. You know what I mean? That's what I, I mean. That's what I like to do. Uh -huh. Put a little blend of the hood in the high fashion, so it's not too much of them, but it's more me. It's it's just the ultimate. I feel like it's the ultimate representation of you. Your first impression is your is your your best impression. Before you open your mouth, like, oh hey hey slick. Hey, where you going? <laughs> you know the old heads. Oh, yeah. wait, wait, give me five. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, if there was anything, anything at all that you could change about your music career, what would it be? I think I wish I would have started sooner. Mm. I think I would. I wish I would have started sooner. Cause I wasn't. I wasn't focused on it early on. You mm. know what I mean? We was just out outside all the time. We was just out doing whatever, and I wasn't really, really focused on rapping how to really take it to the next level. Mm. And so when the social media and everything started dropping, it was just like. It was fast. It was fast. I was like, Damn. you know what I mean? So I should have got it. That's the only thing that I would have, you know, I would have, I would have wanted to see how it would be if I was in there earlier. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, everything happens for a reason. Um, yeah. I feel I like, you, yeah, I think you in a good position now. Um, that's obviously a what if, but hey, like I said, you you got a lot under your belt and you're doing it all all pretty well with no no problem. What what inspired the, the clothing line? Like what do you what what caused you and your boys to be like, hey, let's start a clothing line? Um, we was just we always was was tossing up and down the idea of having merch for for our group. And we in, we ain't established that till we got the LLC for the business, and then we started doing merch. And we like we need something that that's lucrative in there besides just the music, because the music, the streams come slow. The stream money comes slow, and I mean if you don't have a huge fan base, and you got you need something that's lucrative. So basically, we started our creating uh, the Style Life headbands. Then we had the shirts. Y'all can go to stylelife.com for that. And um, yeah, that's how we That's how we basically got to the clothing line. Like, I really want to do more with it too, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself, get crazy with it. But yeah, it's, it's dope. We got a good amount of merch though right now. T-shirts, headbands, socks. We got socks, um, hats. You know what I mean, like it's coming along. <laughs> growing up, before we transition to with the quick next segment, growing up, what who were some of your musical inspirations? Oh, off top, Biggie, uh, DMX, Hove, Mystical. Um, it's a couple more in there. That's that's off top. Yeah, it's a couple. Um, Jada Kiss. 
Uh-huh. Scarface. I like, you know, just the, the lyrical ones and the and the ones that I, I, I listen to two things when it comes to rap, because anybody could, you know, rhyme over a beat. Anybody could be nice at least once. Uh-huh. But if you got deli- that delivery, if that delivery is consistent with the bars, I feel like, damn, yo, just the greatest lie, just the greatest thing I've heard. <laughs> so I know in a lot of your music videos, you actually you direct, you produce, but you actually star in them also. You even have it in your bio. You have it that you're an actor. Who were some of your inspirations when it came to acting? To acting, oh, I got uh, I got Denzel, Denzel Washington, my man T'Challa. <laughs> uh, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Then they the whole cast on Walking Dead. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a lot of them, man. It's a it's a lot of them, but it's, it's just certain people that that express their emotions. Like you, like damn, I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like with Denzel, it's King Kong ain't got on me. That Denzel, yeah, he he on that Mount Rushmore. Will Smith, he had an episode on the Fresh Prince, but I was just like, yo, I might have shed a tear for this one. The one he, we was talking about, his dad left, and all why that. Why don't they want me no more? Yeah, what? Why you don't want me no more? Yo, that one had me. I, I think, think that that touched everybody. They still do. I got to get up, turn the lights on, fold some clothes, big <laughs> Yeah, new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So we transitioned into with the quickness segment. It's some rapid fire question, whatever comes in your mind. First one, real easy one. What's your go-to meal? Go-to meal is chicken. Anything with chicken. Anything with chicken. We doing baked fried. I'm doing baked now. Got a healthy life, baby. <laughs> I uh, we go with bake. You already mentioned some of your musical inspirations. Give me your top, your personal top five rappers all time. Top five, dead or alive. I got, I'm gonna go with Biggie, mm-hmm. number one. I'm gonna go with Jay, Jay-Z. That's my number two. DMX, my number three. Okay. I think I'm gonna go with Ooh, that third spot tough. Uh I gotta give it to mm. Mm. We got Biggie J DMX. Biggie J DMX. Let me grab somebody from I wanna say Scarface. Scarface. One more spot. Nas. Nas. Can't argue with that list. Well, if you like real music. If you like real music. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a, that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother. Yeah, that's a whole nother. <laughs> All right. So give me um, the last album that you listened to that had no skips. Hmm. 
last ass album that I listened to had no skips. I want to say, I want to say championship, but I think, I think the marathon came out after the championship. Championship Meek Mills, the marathon. Um, it was one recently. Uh, now J Cole had some skips in there for me. He had some skips. I think it had to be either championship or the marathon. Championship or the marathon. Cause I'm into lyrics and production. Some people just like straight up lyrics, but that that'll be in the backpack realm for me. You know what I'm saying? I like I like upbeat production too. You know what I mean? Like it got touch. Sidebar, right? So complete sidebar, because you just made me think about it. Um yeah. what your stance on who had the better album between the CLB and Donda? Because some was like, if you wanted to hear sonically and production, you listening to Kanye. If yeah. you wanted to be a little bit more lyrical, you listen to Drake. Uh, uh, uh. That's and that's a good, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not gonna hold you with that. And you know what's crazy? I went and I, I. I didn't bump like both of them back to back. Like both of them wasn't, you know, that crazy for me to be. Maybe because it just wasn't my type of music. Like Kanye had me, but he started going left on a couple tracks where it was just like crazy production. He wanted to put you in a whole nother world in space, but I wanted to breathe back down. I want to be brought back down for a little bit. Let me <laughs> let me walk on the ground for a little bit. Damn, guy, in heaven somewhere in space. And then, so Drake, Drake was just, he was just doing a lot of singing to me. It was, it was it, and you know, his singing is, is like real melodic and mm-hmm. a whole lot of, it's a whole lot of, I want to get with my ex and I want to, it's a lot of stuff that I don't relate to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I don't know, like, I'm going to go with, I'll go with Yay album. I was saying the same thing because I feel Drake is at this point where even if he put out a mid album, it's Drake. Yeah. So it's numbers. It's, it's going to be numbers. That's the thing. And that's the thing too with the numbers. Like how, how much can you really rely on the numbers? If, it, if it's people streaming, like they could be streaming a joint just to stream it. Like, Oh, I heard that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the, it's not as valuable as going to buy a CD no more it's not as valuable as going to download pay for it and download it yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like it's just a, it's just a stream so when people numbers go people albums go number one on streaming services i'm looking like um you know what i mean because and it's like you don't you don't have to go buy the buy the joint no more so it don't have to be an artist that you are necessary to listen to all the time so what's the hotness? What's the who's doing it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Perfect transition, right? So you mentioned that you mentioned the streams. So would you rather sell a million tracks or actually inspire like a whole generation of artists? I would rather inspire. That's what I do this for. Like if I could inspire a whole generation of artists, that'd be dope as hell. That'd be dope. But I think you would have to sell millions in order to do that. Mm. So because, it's coincide. Yeah, those two gotta coincide because 
the mass amount of people not not listening that that determines how many people you're gonna be able to influence. It might. Top five. You mentioned you know movies. You mentioned the actors. So give me a top five oh. favorite movies all time. Ooh ooh ooh. Okay, top five. Off the top, I'm gonna go with 300. This is not in order though. I gotta go. Three hundred. Three hundred. Yes. yes. Uh, I gotta go with that first Avengers. I gotta go with oh the movie Crooklyn. Mm-hmm. I relate. I relate to that. That's my heart. That's, uh, what I got three. Yeah. Okay. I want to say The Departed. Is it Departed? Matt Damon? I think so. That's Departed. Yeah, The Departed. Um, The Dark Knight. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I think that was five, right? That's five. Yeah. I got the Joker tatted on my leg. That was <laughs> that dark night, bro. Yeah, different, different. Yeah, last, gonna, last one we're gonna get you out of here with. Again, we thank you. We are grateful that you hopped on tonight with us. Top five, not top five. Give me five people, dead or alive, that you'd like to have a cipher with. Dead or alive, I want to be in the mix with the greats. I'm not even gonna hold you. Dead or alive, I'm bringing Biggie back. I'm, I want to be in there with Hove. Mm-hmm. Not, not Hove now with the dread, with the dread Hove. I want Hove back from yes, y'all. Jigger man be balling. Leave chicks pigeon toes. Some of them be crow. Woo! Let me get in there with. And I want. Hold on. I want Biggie, Jay. Mm-hmm. I want Beanie Siegel in that cipher. I want Jadakiss in that cipher. And I want I want Ludacris in that cipher. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. You throw Luda in mix too? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We put we put that on BET. We tuning into that cipher right there. Yeah, 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 and I'm in that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be auditioning in the mirror because <laughs> I'm going hard. There's no way I'm I'm lacking. There's no way I'm lacking on that. <laughs> facts, facts. But again, Mo Fire hopped on with us. We'll put all the information up there. You already know. Y'all need to go to StarLife.com. Get the merch. You need to go to Mo Fire. Follow him on IG. All the information will be up there. We're going to post it. We're going to share it. All that good stuff. But y'all know the vibes. Bitch mob. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. We out. Peace.